Perdigian, a county of West Wales, named after some legendary king or other, but the anglicisation of which became Cardigan. Lord Cardigan's troops wore that item of clothing at the Battle of Balaclava, which also gave its name to an item of clothing. In the town of Tregaron in Ceredigion, according to local legend, the last Neanderthals lived, twin brothers. The geneticist Brian Sykes was working in the area. His book, The Blood of the Isles, examines the DNA of the United Kingdom, attempts to trace the roots of the population. Sykes was in Tregaron, a place he was visiting because of its relatively static population, when he was told the story of the Neanderthal brothers. Norman Davis's huge history of the UK, the Isles, begins with the story of the discovery of Cheddar Man, the country's oldest fully intact skeleton. Cheddar Man is Mesolithic, 9,000 years old or thereabouts. Brian Sykes extracted DNA from one of the skeleton's molars and after conducting many blood tests, discovered a history teacher in Cheddar who could be a direct descendant. Or actually, a direct descendant of Cheddar Man's mother or sister. The DNA was mitochondrial, which only is traceable through the maternal line. Norman Davis likes this story because Cheddar Man would have lived at a time when the UK was linked to the European continent by a vast ice sheet. Cheddar Man was European. Meanwhile, back in Tregaron, the story of the Neanderthal brothers still appeals. One story recounts how primary school children were taken to the brothers' house on a school trip as part of their study of evolution. The brothers would serve snacks and fizzy drinks, a treat for the children, who would then go home and tell their parents they'd had tea with the cavemen. There is something unkind in this story. It manages to mock the people of Mid-Wales, suggesting they must be throwbacks or a bit thick to believe such nonsense. I hear the children's laughter and the jokes in the school staff room. The scientists laugh at the stupid Welsh people. The Welsh people laugh at the Neanderthals. But nearby are the roots of a much darker story. Just outside Lampeter is a tiny cottage which, for 30 years, was the home of the reclusive Stafford Beer. Stafford Steer, 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 In some ways, Beer was as reclusive as the Neanderthals, but he plays a part in a moment in history that changed the world. Beer was a cyberneticist, a man who was invited by the left-wing Chilean regime of Salvador Allende to set up Cybersyn, an attempt at running the economy from a control center in Santiago. It would attempt to monitor real-time fluctuation in prices and somehow regulate and control Chile's state-run economy. A coup in 1973, led by General Augusto Pinochet, put an end to Cybersyn. The coup led to the death of Allende and the imprisonment, torture and murder of many thousands of Chileans. Pinochet's economic reforms were influenced by the Chicago School of Milton Friedman, who later went on to advise Ronald Reagan and Margaret Thatcher. Friedman went on to describe what happened after the coup as the miracle of Chile. As the He clarified this phrase by describing his astonishment that a military regime could give monetarist, market-driven, bottom-up policies a chance to work. But Friedman's cold assessment of the achievements of Pinochet's murderous regime made many of the left to question his humanity and the humanity 
of what became known as neoliberal policies. In 1998, General Pinochet came to the UK for medical treatment. Pinochet was put under house arrest. Former UK Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher, as well as former US President George Bush Sr., called for his release. He never stood trial, however, and was allowed to return to Chile. Stafford Beer is somehow at the cusp of a revolution, the end of utopian socialism. When Pinochet used violence to smash Allende's regime and destroy the Cybersyn, he used violence to crush socialism and replace it with what many call neoliberalism. I like to think of the Neanderthal brothers in Tregaron, gentle and kind, serving primary school children with crisps and fizzy drinks, chuckling to themselves. They were completely harmless, gentle men. Somewhere on the other side of the world, more evolved Homo sapiens were killing each other superficially in the name of things we have invented, nations and money, but more likely it was simply about power and control. Although these stories do not really connect, somehow placing them together offers some reflection on the cruelty of Homo sapiens, on our stupidity. Friedman, Pinochet, Thatcher and Reagan somehow question just how evolved we are. <laughs>